This is a reading of the Fats Domino article from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia, by me, Mike, with FlexDeckCards.com. Antoine Dominique, quote-unquote, Fats Domino Jr., February 26, 1928 to October 24, 2017, was an American pianist and singer-songwriter of Louisiana Creole descent. One of the pioneers of rock and roll music, Domino sold more than 65 million records. Between 1955 and 1968, he had 11 top 10 hits. His humility and shyness may be one reason his contribution to the genre has been overlooked. During his career, Domino had 35 records in the U.S. Billboard Top 40, and five of his pre-1955 records sold more than a million copies, being certified gold. His musical style was based on traditional rhythm and blues, accompanied by saxophones, bass, piano, electric guitar, and drums. His 1949 release, The Fat Man, is widely regarded as the first million-selling rock and roll record. Life. Antoine Dominic Domino Jr. was born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana, the youngest of eight children, born to Antoine Calisti Domino, 1879-1964, and Marie Donatelli Gross, 1886-1971. The Domino family was of French Creole background, and Louisiana Creole was his first language. Antoine was born at home with the assistance of his grandmother, a midwife. His name was initially misspelled as Anthony on his birth certificate. His family had recently arrived in the Lower Ninth Ward from Vashiri, Louisiana. His father was a part-time violin player who worked at a racetrack. He attended the Lewis B. McCartney School until the fourth grade, leaving to start work as a helper to an ice delivery man. Domino learned to play the piano in about 1938 from his brother-in-law, the jazz guitarist Harrison Ferret. The musician was married to Rosemary Domino, formerly Hall, from 1947 until her death in 2008. The couple had eight children, Antoine III, Anatoly, Andre, Antonio, Antoinette, Andrea, Anola, and Adonica. Even after his success, he continued to live in his old neighborhood, the Lower Ninth Ward, until after Hurricane Katrina, when he moved to a suburb of New Orleans. Early career, 1947 to 1948. By age 14, Domino was performing in New Orleans bars. In 1947, Billy Diamond, a New Orleans band leader, accepted an invitation to hear the young pianist perform at a backyard barbecue. Domino played well enough that Diamond asked him to join his band, the Solid Senders, at the Hideaway Club in New Orleans, where he would earn $3 a week playing the piano. Diamond nicknamed him Fats because Domino reminded him of the renowned pianist Fats Waller and Fats Pichon, but also because of his large appetite. Recordings for Imperial Records, 1949 to 1962. Domino was signed to the Imperial Records label in 1949 by owner Lou Chud to be paid royalties based on sales instead of a fee for each song. 
He and producer Dave Bartholomew wrote The Fat Man, a toned-down version of a song about drug addicts called Junkers Blues. The record had sold a million copies by 1951, featuring a rolling piano and domino vocalizing wah-wah over a strong backbeat. The Fat Man is widely considered the first rock and roll record to achieve this level of sales. In 2005, the song would enter the Grammy Hall of Fame. Domino released a series of hit songs with Bartholomew, also the co-writer of many of the songs. The saxophonists Herbie Hardesty and Alvin quote-unquote Red Tyler, the bassist Frank Fields, and the drummers Earl Palmer and Smokey Johnson. Other notable and long-standing musicians in Domino's band were saxophonist Reggie Houston, Lee Allen, and Fred Kemp, Domino's trusted band leader. While Domino's own records were done for Imperial, he sometimes sat in during that time as a session musician on recordings by other artists for other record labels. Domino's rolling piano triplets provided the memorable instrumental introduction for Lloyd Price's first hit, Laudy Miss Claudy, recorded for Specialty Records on March 13, 1952, at Cosimo Matassa's J&M Studios in New Orleans, where Domino himself had earlier recorded The Fat Man and other songs. Dave Bartholomew was producing Price's record, which also featured familiar Domino collaborators Hardesty, Fields, and Palmer as Sidemen, and he asked Domino to play the piano part, replacing the original session pianist. Domino crossed into the pop mainstream with Ain't That a Shame, mislabeled as Ain't It a Shame, which reached the top 10. This was the first of his records to appear on Billboard Pop Singles Chart on July 16, 1955, with a debut at number 14. A milder cover version by Pat Boone reached number one, having received wider radio airplay in an era of racial segregation. In 1955, Domino was said to be earning $10,000 a week while touring, according to a report in the memoir of artist Chuck Berry. Domino eventually had 37 top 40 singles, but none made it to number one on the pop chart. Domino's debut album, Carry On Rockin', which contained several of his hits and tracks that had not yet been released as singles, was issued on the Imperial label, catalog number 9009 in November 1955 and was reissued as Rock and Rollin' with Fats Domino in 1956. The reissue reached number 17 on the Billboard Pop Albums chart. His 1956 recording of Blueberry Hill, a 1940 song by Vincent Rose, Al Lewis, and Larry Stock, which had previously been recorded by Gene Autry, Louis Armstrong, and others reached number two on the Billboard Jukebox chart for two weeks and was number one on the R&B chart for 11 weeks. It was his biggest hit, selling more than 5 million copies worldwide in 1956 and 1957. The song was subsequently recorded by Elvis Presley, Little Richard, and Led Zeppelin. Some 32 years later, the song would enter the Grammy Hall of Fame. Domino had further hit singles between 1956 and 1959, including When My Dreamboat Comes Home, 
pop number 14. I'm walking, pop number 4. Valley of Tears, pop number 8. It's You I Love, pop number 6. Whole Lot of Loving, pop number 6. I Want to Walk You Home, pop number 8. And Be My Guest, pop number 8. Domino appeared in two films released in 1956, Shake, Rattle, and Roll, and The Girl Can't Help It. On December 18, 1957, his hit recording of The Big Beat was featured on Dick Clark's American Bandstand. On November 2, 1956, a riot broke out at a Domino concert in Fayetteville, North Carolina. The police used tear gas to break up the unruly crowd. Domino jumped out a window to avoid the melee. He and two members of his band were slightly injured. During his career, four major riots occurred at his concerts, quote-unquote partially because of integration, according to his biographer, Rick Coleman, quote, but also the fact that it had alcohol at these shows, so they were mixing alcohol plus dancing plus the races together for the first time in a lot of these places, end quote. In November 1957, Domino appeared on the Ed Sullivan TV program. No disturbance accompanied this performance. In the same year, the article King of Rock and Roll in Ebony featured Domino, who said he was on the road 340 days a year, up to $2,500 per evening and grossing over $500,000. Domino also told reporters that he owned 50 suits, 100 pairs of shoes, and a $1,500 diamond horseshoe stick pen. Domino had a steady series of hits for Imperial through early 1962, including Walking into New Orleans, 1960, pop number six, co-written by Bobby Charles, and My Girl Josephine, pop number 14, in the same year. He toured Europe in 1962 and met the Beatles who would later cite Domino as an inspiration. After returning, he played the first of his many stands in Las Vegas. Imperial Records was sold in early 1963, and Domino left the label. Quote, I stuck with them until they sold out, end quote, he said in 1979. In all, he recorded over 60 singles for Imperial, placing 40 songs in the top 10 on the R&B chart and 11 in the top 10 on the pop chart, 27 of which were double-sided hits. Recordings after leaving Imperial, 1963 to 1970s. Domino moved to ABC Paramount Records in 1963. The label dictated that he record in Nashville, Tennessee, rather than New Orleans. He was assigned a new producer, Felton Jarvis, and a new arranger, Bill Justice. Domino's long-term collaboration with the producer, arranger, and frequent co-writer Dave Bartholomew, who oversaw virtually all of his imperial hits, was seemingly at an end. Jarvis and Justice changed Domino's sound somewhat, notably by adding the backing of a countrypolitan-style vocal chorus to most of his new recordings. He released 11 singles for ABC Paramount, several which hit the top 100 but just once entering the top 40, with Red Sails in the Sunset, 1963. By the end of 1964, the British invasion had changed the tastes of the record-buying public, and Domino's chart run was over. Despite the lack of chart success, 
Domino continued to record steadily until about 1970, leaving ABC Paramount in mid-1965 and recording for Mercury Records, where he delivered a live album and two singles. A studio album was planned but stalled with just four tracks recorded. Dave Bartholomew's smaller Broadmoor label, reuniting with Bartholomew along the way, featured many contemporary soul-infused sides, but an album was released overseas in 1971 to fulfill his reprise records contract. He shifted to that label after Broadmoor and had a top 100 single, a cover of the Beatles' Lady Madonna. Domino appeared in the Monkees television special 33 and one-third revolutions per monkey in 1969. He continued to be popular as a performer for several decades. He made a cameo appearance in Clint Eastwood's movie Any Which Way You Can, filmed in 1979 and released in 1980, singing the country song Whiskey Heaven, which later became a minor hit. His life and career were showcased in Joe Laro's 2015 documentary the Big Beat, Fats Domino, and the Birth of Rock and Roll. Later Career, 1980s to 2005. In 1986, Domino was one of the first musicians to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He also received the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 1987. Domino's last album for a major label, Christmas is a Special Day, was released in 1993. Domino lived in a mansion in a predominantly working-class neighborhood in the Lower Ninth Ward. He was a familiar sight in his bright pink Cadillac automobile. He made yearly appearances at the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival and other local events. He was awarded the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 1987. His last tour was in Europe for three weeks in 1995. After being ill while on tour, Domino decided he would no longer leave the New Orleans area. Having a comfortable income from royalty payments and a dislike of touring and claiming he could not get any food that he liked anywhere else. In the same year, he received the Rhythm and Blues Foundation's Ray Charles Lifetime Achievement Award. In 1998, President Bill Clinton awarded him the National Medal of Arts. Domino declined an invitation to perform at the White House. In 2004, Rolling Stone magazine ranked him number 25 on its list of the 100 greatest artists of all time in an essay written by Dr. John, Domino and Hurricane Katrina. As Hurricane Katrina approached New Orleans in August 2005, Domino chose to stay at home with his family, partially because his wife, Rosemary, was in poor health. His house was in an area that was heavily flooded. Domino was rumored to have died, and his home was vandalized when someone spray-painted the message, R.I.P. Fats, you will be missed. On September 1st, the talent agent Al Embry announced that he had not heard from Domino since before the hurricane struck. Later that day, CNN reported that Domino had been rescued by a Coast Guard helicopter. Until then, even family members had not heard from him since before the storm. Embry confirmed that Domino and his family had been rescued. The family was then taken to a shelter in Baton Rouge, after which they were picked up by Jamarcus Russell, the starting quarterback of the Louisiana State University football team and the boyfriend of Domino's granddaughter. 
he let the family stay in his apartment. The Washington Post reported that on September 2nd, they had left Russell's apartment after sleeping three nights on the couch. We lost everything, Domino said, according to the Post. By January 2006, work to gut and repair Domino's home and office had begun. In the meantime, the Domino family resided in Harvey, Louisiana. President George W. Bush made a personal visit and replaced the National Medal of Arts that President Bill Clinton had previously awarded Domino. The gold records were replaced by the RIAA and Capitol Records, which owned the Imperial Records catalog. Later Life Domino was scheduled to perform at the 2006 Jazz and Heritage Music Festival in New Orleans. However, he was suffering from anxiety and was forced to cancel the performance, but he did appear to offer the audience an on-stage greeting. In 2006, Domino's album, Alive and Kicking, was released to benefit Tip Tina's Foundation, which supports indigent local musicians and helps preserve the New Orleans sound. The album consists of unreleased recordings from the 1990s and received great critical acclaim. On January 12, 2007, Domino was honored with Offbeat Magazine's Lifetime Achievement Award at the annual Best of the Beat Awards held at the House of Blues in New Orleans. New Orleans Mayor Ray Nagin declared the day Fats Domino Day in New Orleans and presented him with a signed declaration. Domino returned to stage on May 19, 2007 at New Orleans performing to a full house. This would be his last public performance. The concert was recorded for a 2008 TV presentation entitled Fats Domino, Welcome Back to New Orleans. This was a fundraising concert featuring a number of artists. Domino donated his fee to the cause. Later that year, a Vanguard record was released, Going Home, a tribute to Fats Domino featuring his songs as recorded by Elton John, Neil Young, Tom Petty, Robert Plant, Willie Nelson, Nora Jones, Lenny Kravitz, and Lucinda Williams. A portion of the proceeds was to be used by the foundation to help restore Domino's publishing office, which had been damaged by the hurricane. In September 2007, Domino was inducted into the Louisiana Music Hall of Fame. In September 2007, Domino was inducted into the Louisiana Music Hall of Fame. He was also inducted into the Delta Music Museum Hall of Fame in Faraday, Louisiana. In May 2009, Domino made an unexpected appearance in the audience for the Domino Effect, a concert featuring Little Richard and other artists aimed at raising funds to help rebuild schools and playgrounds damaged by Hurricane Katrina. In October 2012, Domino was featured in season three of the television series Treme, playing himself. On August 21st, 2016, Domino was inducted into the Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame. The ceremony was held in Detroit, Michigan. The other inductees were Dion Warwick, Kathy Hughes, Smokey Robinson, Prince, and the Supremes. He had received the Rhythm and Blues Foundation's Ray Charles Lifetime Achievement Award in 1995. His song, The Fat Man, entered the Grammy Hall of Fame in 2015.
death. Domino died on October 24, 2017 at his home in Harvey, Louisiana at the age of 89 from natural causes, according to the coroner's office. Influence and Legacy Domino was one of the biggest stars of rock and roll in the 1950s and one of the first R&B artists to gain popularity with white audiences. His biographer, Rick Coleman, argues that Domino's records and tours with rock and roll shows in that decade, bringing together black and white youths in a shared appreciation of his music, was a factor in the breakdown of racial segregation in the United States. The artist himself did not decline his work as rock and roll, saying, quote, it wasn't anything but the same rhythm and blues I've been playing down in New Orleans, end quote. Domino was also an important influence on the music of the 1960s and 1970s and was acknowledged as such by some of the top artists of that era. Elvis Presley introduced Fats at one of his Las Vegas concerts saying, quote, this gentleman was a huge influence on me when I started out, end quote. Presley also made this comment in a 1957 interview, quote, a lot of people seem to think I started this business, but rock and roll was here a long time before I came along. Nobody can sing that music like colored people. Let's face it, I can't sing it like Fats Domino can. I know that. Both John Lennon and Paul McCartney recorded Domino songs. According to some reports, McCartney wrote the Beatles song Lady Madonna in emulation of Domino's style, combining it with a nod to Humphrey Littleton's 1956 hit Bad Penny Blues. Domino also recorded the song in 1968. Domino returned to the Hot 100 chart for the last time in 1968 with his recording of Lady Madonna. That recording, as well as covers of two other songs by the Beatles, appeared on his reprise album Fats Is Back, produced by Richard Perry, and with several hits recorded by a band that included the New Orleans pianist James Booker. Domino was present in the audience of 2,200 people at Elvis Presley's first concert at the Las Vegas Hilton on July 31, 1969. At a press conference after the show, when a journalist referred to Presley as the king, Presley gestured toward Domino, who was taking in the scene. No, Presley said, that's the real king of rock and roll. John Lennon covered Domino's composition, Ain't That a Shame, on his 1975 album, Rock and Roll, his tribute to the musicians who had influenced him. American band Cheap Trick recorded Ain't That a Shame on their 1978 live album, Cheap Trick at Badokan, and released it as the second single from the album. It reached 35 on the Billboard Hot 100. Reportedly, this was Domino's favorite cover. It remains a staple of their live performances, including at their 25th anniversary concert, which was recorded as the album and DVD Silver, and at their induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2016. The Jamaican reggae artist Yellow Man covered many songs by Domino, including Be My Guest and Blueberry Hill. Richard Hell, an early innovator of punk rock, covered Domino's Live My Life with his band, The Voidoids. Ja Wobble, 
a post-punk bassist best known for his work with Johnny Rotten, released a solo recording of Blueberry Hill. The Jamaican ska band Justin Hintz and the Dominoes, formed in the 1960s, was named after Domino, Hintz's favorite singer. In 2007, various artists came together for a tribute to Domino, recording a live session containing only his songs. Musicians performing on the album Going Home, a tribute to Fats Domino, included Paul McCartney, Nora Jones, Willie Nelson, Neil Young, and Elton John. According to Richie Unterberger, writing for All Music, Domino was one of the most consistent artists of early rock music, the best-selling African-American rock and roll star of the 1950s, and the most popular singer of the classic New Orleans rhythm and blues style. His million-selling debut single, The Fat Man, 1949, is one of many that have been cited as the first rock and roll record. Robert Kreisko wrote that Domino was, quote, the most widely liked rock and roller of the 50s, end quote, and remarked on his influence. Warm and unthreatening, even by the intensely congenial standards of New Orleans, he's remembered with fond condescension as significantly less innovative than his uncommercial compatriots, Professor Longhair and James Booker. But though his bouncy boogie woogie piano and easy creole gait were generically Ninth Ward, they defined a pop-friendly second-line beat that nobody knew was there before he and Dave Bartholomew created The Fat Man in 1949. In short, this shy, deferential, uncharismatic man invented New Orleans rock and roll. Domino's rhythm, accentuating the offbeat, as in the song Be My Guest, was an influence on ska music. Well, that'll make this that for now. Again, this is just a reading of Wikipedia. The words are not my own, uh, except for the mispronunciations, which I apologize for. I want to thank you for listening. I hope you will consider rating this silly project of mine so that I can better understand how to make a good product for you and so that others can find it too. It's something I do in my free time. Another project I do in my free time is something we've come to call the Flex Deck. As someone who likes to go out camping, I was looking for games that were light, fun, and travel friendly. I started looking for a deck of cards that had all games in one. When I couldn't find anything, I started to make it myself with my friends. We're combining traditional cards that let you play poker, rummy, goldfish, and the like with dominoes and other classic games. The first batch to be printed will be available in the spring, and if you'd like to have your email on file to get one of the first, you could visit us at flexdeckcards.com. I can't believe you made it this far.